And that's how I saved Christmas. I hope you enjoyed that story because due to the Geneva Convention, I am no longer allowed to repeat that. But uh, speaking of Christmas, what the hell's with the bag? Well, you know, you were missing when I talked to Santa. Oh, you I know, guess you were saving Christmas. You then. know what? That may be it. But you know what? I was. I had to. I have to comment on that. Yes, you interview Santa. I'm not there. I was. I was sadly. Well, I said some very nice things about you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully that means well, I can get some gifts. But what happened with Santa is he's talking about the carnival. And he said, are you doing a Christmas special? And I said, I don't know. It's sort of cliche. He said, you have to do a Christmas special. So he said, I'll make a deal with you. I'll give you my sack filled with questions. Oh. Random questions. So you made a deal with Satan Christmas Santa? Christmas Eve. Yeah. And we answered, we just pulled questions out of the bag and answered them. Now, they're going to be some holiday related because it is the holidays. I would hope so. So we have to do our ho-ho-hoing. And he got mad at me because I said, you do that because you don't want to be caught for copywriting if you just said ho-ho for ho-hos. You look like you eat a lot of ho-hos. Well, yeah. So what we're just going to do is pick some questions out of here. And if we're very good, he said I was naughty. He didn't say you were, but you are naughty. Well, so uh, if we do this good, he'll give us presents tomorrow? Yeah, I hope that we get coffee. Coffee at least coffee because it seems like coffee vanished this year. I can't. I never seem like I'm supposed to get it. I don't get it. So you know, maybe we'll get some. So we'll have to see. And on New Year's show, we'll give you our results of what we got tomorrow. So if we answer these. And we'd be good boys be good for the boys. rest of the day. He maybe tomorrow. Us. Maybe tomorrow we'll get caught. So that's cool. So this is the bag. Well, and would you like to pick one first? Well, go ahead. Gonna... Lead us off since okay. he gave you the bag. Now, let's see if Santa has bad handwriting. I'll bet not. you he does. Yeah. The future of print media. What the hell? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the future of print media. Where do you think print media is going to go? I... I think a lot like, of it, now I'm going to go back a little bit. This is going to go into, we talked about comics. Now, I know a lot of my pals, what they do, they don't even get books anymore and they love them. Like Mike will eventually be on if he's not kidnapped, as he always is. Mm-hmm. He gets his books online. Well, it's, you know, between all the Kindles and the e-readers. Now, I admit, and... until my eyesight goes to pot, I can't do e-books. I just can't. Well, and the, the problem I had with e-books, they always said was... um. You know, oh, you can read it in any light. Well, you can read a book in any light. But, I mean, I don't mind. I know, especially when people get, you know, older and their eyesight starts to go and they don't want to schlep around a five-pound book. But just for right now, I pref- and I prefer the feel, the smell of a I, book. But I also like the idea that if I'm traveling and I spill coffee on a book, I blew about five bucks because I get them used. Otherwise, I blew $300 oh. if I wrecked my Kindle. And my eyesight, there's something about it. I don't like large print and i don't like somehow it just looks weird let me get old and decrepit first i'm decrepit enough yeah, now get old my contact world would you like to uh, yeah i like how we started off the christmas special with that oh okay here we go favorite version of a christmas carol and what's it wow santa's handwriting sucks yeah. thoughts on charles dickens okay favorite version of a christmas carol the Charles Dickens version. I would say Alistair Sim for me, the 1953 version. That's like, I think it's the be all and end all of it. It's got the most in it. You could see young Patrick McNee as Marley in a flashback. Yeah. It seems to encompass just about everything. I think Alistair Slim's probably one of the Sim, whatever his name is, like the master, his last name. He's probably the, one of the best ones. Well, I'm going to throw out two possibilities. One, the Disney version. Oh, the Mickey one. Oh. Yeah, the Mickey one where, uh, uh, with Ebenezer, Ebenezer, no, Ebenezer Scrooge was Scrooge McDuck, wasn't he, I believe? Yeah. Or, I'm going to throw it out there, Scrooged. 
Oh, with Bill Murray. That's that's a favorite. Carol Kane. Yeah. And I mean, I think wasn't there a Mr. Magoo one too? I think everybody at some point did it. Yeah, Mr. Magoo definitely did it. There's I had a Sanford and Son episode of it. Yeah, but the Mr. Magoo one I remember from one of those like uh, VHS tapes of you know, Christmas favorites or whatever. Yeah. You know, I think it, it was surrounded by episodes of Tennessee Tuxedo. Now, I have indeed read the story. Have you? No. Actually, I have never read any Charles Dickens. Now, my view, I know the stories, but I've never actually read them. To be honest, Charles Dickens, he's not one of my favorites. There's a story by Evelyn Waugh called The Man Who Hated Dickens, and it comes in a handful of dust, too, where Tony Last, the protagonist, ends up in Africa and gets caught by this guy who's gone insane, makes him stay there and read him Dickens, which, in terms of Waugh's view, was... His version of hell, mm. and I think he's overwrought. I think that it's too much emotionalism. As Oscar Wilde said, "How could you suppress the laugh unless you had a heart of stone when Little Nell died?" Not in Rocky Horror in well. Little Curiosity Shop, but you've never read them. No, shockingly, I—I I mean, I know all the stories. That's how it is with a lot of like the quote-unquote classic authors. I've never actually read them, but I know the stories. Ah, you might like them though. So I, don't. So I know the story of Oliver Twist. Yeah. I know a Christmas Carol. I've seen a couple right. movies. A lot of Nicholas Nickleby, David one. Copperfield, not the magician. Yeah, a lot so, of people were probably disappointed. Well, humbug to you to Dickens then, huh? Yeah. Well, let's the Dickens. see. The what Dickens. was that? Hey, what the heck? All right, what do you got there? More bit. Uh, let's see. Favorite Christmas movie. Oh, uh, the favorite Christmas movie. All right, well, let's just start it out and piss everybody off. I'm not going to say Santa Claus with Dudley Moore just to be nice to the big man in the suit to get the presents. That's definitely not it, but what's yours? No, but let, let's let's talk about this real quick. Die Hard. Christmas movie or not? Yeah, There's a, of course. It is, because now I have so a machine. So it's Lethal Weapon, I think. If you think about it, yes. But favorite Christmas movie... God, I don't know. I mean, ruling out Die Hard and all that. I think I have one. I think I what know what got? it has to be. has to be, of course... Bumpuses. Oh, Christmas story, and yes, because now, as we know, Christmas Eve, it's running for 24 hours. I think hours. I have a way to find yours. Every year, it's Christmas. We get sick of it. We get Everything's the same. It comes on, it comes on. So I'll skip a lot. Yeah. And I admit, okay, I admit I watch Love Actually every year, too. Well, that's Sue a good movie, I like it. But what movies, is there anything that, even if you skip the other ones, put them on hold for a couple of years, you watch one every year, every, no matter what? Um. Well, you know, come Stanley Cup time, I always watch Slapshot. Yeah. For Christmas. For Christmas. Oh, for Christmas. Actually, yeah. Let's go the switch to the horror genre. Christmas Evil. Maybe that's it. Then it's John Waters' favorite. And I heard that from him in person. He said that it's his favorite. It, What's it about? A little bit, if that's your favorite. Well, Christmas Evil is what the is it? Santa is the the kid sees the kid sees Santa, but he's an escaped mental patient slash serial he killer. He sees him. The kid. They show a flashback. The kid saw Santa making out with his mom. It was his dad. Yeah. He goes goofy. Then he works at a toy factory. He's an adult. That the other one is that Silent Night, Deadly Night, the one with the skin. Oh, that's right. Well, they all run together. And then you also have Black Christmas. Yeah, or Christmas Horror Story with William Shatner. It's a recent one. Yeah. Oh man, there was just so many weird Christmas. And if you have favorites, tell us. What What was the the Norwegian one? Oh, Rare Exports. Yeah, oh, that was a good one about how Santa's the evil. Yeah. Or something. Santa's the evil demon, and it was like reindeer and crates. He's an evil demon if we don't get our coffee or some present. Or I think I cursed us. Yeah, good job. All right. Okay, let's see. Let me dip my hand into Santa's sack. Huh. 
What the heck is this? I don't know. You suppose... I can't read it. Oh, here you go. Yeah, You're go supposed ahead. to bring a dish to the party. What do you bring? Ooh, supposed to bring a dish to the party. I suppose it goes into holidays. Yeah, because a lot of potlucks and all that. Oh, I guess... Well, for me, something it's easy to make and something I like and a lot of people like is the good old standard buffalo chicken wing dip. You know, just throw it in a crock pot. Just let it bubble all day. What is it? Cream cheese, uh, Frank's Red Hot, shredded chicken, and a lot of like cheddar at the top. Just let it go. It's a pretty universal one. Um, I know you're. we've spoken before. You were a big proponent of the cheese balls. Are yeah, you I make my own, but I usually leave them for home because I don't know if they'll poison anybody. And I actually become... I've had enough experiences where I go to these parties, and mine is the fifth thing of the one. Yeah. And for New Year's Eve years ago, we actually had a thing where we made chicken wings, and everybody had to get a sauce. So I just picked one out. We just mixed them up. But I tend to now just go with the good old booze, because everybody likes the booze on the holidays. Yeah, the good old Christmas cheer, as it were. And every that and everything that. And actually, otherwise, I don't know, otherwise cookies are like a dip. A dip's always good at chips or something, but there's always so many repeats. That's why I do the booze, because the booze will run out. The booze will be fun. Yeah, and you know, the problem is you don't know what kind of crowd you're going to have. You don't know dietary restrictions, this yeah. and that, or personal preferences, so you don't want to invest all this time and money making a a rather extravagant or not extravagant dish and have it just be sitting there. Now the that you've said it, and Joe... Do something with little smokers because they oh them. yeah the little... or summer sausage because well, why well, is you... that thing in the winter yeah man? no the little smokies just throw them again crock pot throw them in the crock pot with some barbecue sauce or yep. something you like those crock pots oh I mean it's the gr- it's one of the greatest kitchen tools of all time and yeah uh, now I want little smokies I'm oh I got a whole bunch of them the bacon, bacon cheddar, cheddar. Right. what is this back here? to the bag what the hell yo-yos are slinkies. What the heck? Yo-yos are... Karen's really taxing us for these gifts. <clears throat> um, I was never good at the yo-yo. Uh, I know my cousin Opie, who will be on the show eventually at some point. Uh, be warned. Um, he was He's a pretty good yo-yo man. Uh, slinkies, I like them, but at the same time, if you look at them cross-eyed, they'll bend and then the slinky goes away. We had a thing one time, if you've heard Talking Smart... Yes. Well, we one of the places we held that there was a lecture hall in there, and it was one of those where it was like it stood up, like the old ski slope, yeah, like style that. ones. We had a fantasy about rolling a slinky down there, but I actually like yo-yos. When I was a kid, I used to get them all the time, and I actually got pretty good with them. I, I they never had the glow in the dark. Ones yeah, I like I like watching I like watching good yo-yo people. What do they call them? yo-yo? Yo-yo mods? No, they do chills. No, yo-yo meisters or whatever, but. I never, I, I tried, but it was just like everything else. I could never, it never came back to me. Plus, there are better weapons than slinkies if you Well, isn't that where something. the yo-yo came from, basically? It was an old Oh, it's, yeah, old the guys weapon. whizzed them out that they have, like, a knife on them or, or something. Or something, or sharpened it or weighted it down. and. But it was cool because there were so many in the day, the butterfly ones, yeah, all the, these other things. I remember seeing a bunch of them, the old glow-in-the-dark. What was the big yo-yo brand? Oh, I now it. I know. I think it had the butterfly on it, though. I remember the butterfly, but but then there's Yo Yo Ma, who's a cellist. Very good cellist. Yeah, very good. Might I add? All right, but, I'm gonna put my hand in Santa's bag. What the hell is this? What the heck? It's a receipt. The old '97s Christmas album. Santa's getting Christmas albums? Well, apparently Santa likes the Christmas music. The old 97s are sort of a garage country band. I guess they did a Christmas album this year. Yeah, why would he leave a receipt in the bag? You know, you're, 
You'd think it would be a business expense. He would file that with his yeah, accountant. They're very, very good, and they're all around. But they did a Christmas album, and I guess it must be pretty good if Santa got it. Mm-hmm. you have any Christmas albums you listen to since we talked about that? Um, I remember, well, growing up in Pittsburgh, there was this band. They, they were called uh, Pure Gold, and they were kind of like acapella. And I'm a big fan of acapella music when it's good acapella music, and they put out a Christmas album. And they're... Their bass man, I, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. He was a very, very good bass man, but that's a good Christmas album. Or I don't necessarily have to have an album, just the old the old good Christmas songs. You know, your, your Bing Crosby, Perry Como, Nat King Cole. A Polka the, Christmas, A Polka Christmas. Those are just the classics. I tend to get one a year. It's a tradition. This year they had... A very, they had St. Shatner Claus. William Shatner did one. It has Iggy Pop and him singing Silent Night. Well, Shatner talking. Yeah, Shatner. Henry Rollins, Todd Rundgren, Wick, Rick Wakeman. And I also got Rob Halford from Judas Priest did one called Winter's Song. Did you know Rob's a devout Christian, too? And he it was very reverential, well, as far as metal Christmas albums go. Hmm. So, if again, if you have any ones you like, there's tons and tons. Yeah, and like I say, it doesn't. I, I just like uh, you know getting a, a bunch of different ones, putting them on shuffle, yep. and just yeah. letting them go. I don't know what Santa listens to. Why would he bother? What's playing at the workshop? Well, apparently the old 97s now. Yes, and they're good though. Check them out. What the? Do you knit and have ever worn women's clothing? Seriously? Yes. Do I knit? No. I actually did crocheting when I was a kid. It relaxed me. That was it. I don't think I have the hand-eye coordination to do that. But I don't I, know. It's I like... know, you know, my my uh, my grandmother, who uh, passed away many years ago, she was a big maker of the crochet of the Afghan blankets. Yeah, I, that's what I did. They had books in them to crochet. Yeah. It was relaxing. I couldn't do it now, but it was just really just sort of neat. I remember watching the Olympics years ago crocheting. Yeah. Well, and on the have you ever worn women's clothing? Well, isn't that basically any clothing could technically be male or female clothing? Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, I dressed up in drag for Halloween yeah. once. I own a kilt. Yeah, same thing. Just it's, one kilt. Santa's kind of odd, isn't he? I mean, well, you know, it's, when you're up at the North Pole with a bunch of different reindeer exhaust all night. Oof. Sorry uh, about that one. It's not our I'm fault. I'm not sorry at all. All right, what do we got here? I suppose you should talk about Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan Lee passed away. Passed away a while ago. And it was his ago. birthday right around the holidays. I, I think it's the 22nd, maybe. Uh, it's around, it's around now. But yes, uh, obviously we're a little behind the schedule, but Stan Lee is, I think, probably the last of the old guard comics. Steve Ditko passed away this year. Kirby's dead. Yeah, Kirby I think passed. Carmen Infantino has to be dead. But um, And then there was that whole controversy about Bill Maher. Who just wanted attention because that's what people like to do. He loved his check from Iron Man 3. Yeah. And I think the only grain of truth that he probably didn't even know are those kind of people you see sometimes around who I never grew up to the 60 year olds, 50 year olds acting like they're 10. But you can enjoy comics at any age. I learned how to read. And then, and I have to say something to Bill Maher they're not for kids. We yeah. just had somebody in here who was a great artist this year. Yeah. And if you read Coyotes, it's not, yeah, it's really not a kid's, kid's book. Comic. But no, and and I think it's just, it was a rather, 
silly, stupid, close-minded statement. And I think, did she and, say Stanley was sort of like a Steve Jobs? Well, and like him or not, everybody is going to have their opinions on Stanley, but he was an innovator. While he may not have been the greatest creative mind, he knew how to take things that artists did and turn them into something the way, that's big. The way, we'll never know. There's a lot of things that come out of who did what, who did right. this. Suffice that Stan had a big hand in it. Without him guiding Marvel, Marvel never would. We be, would just be reading DC still. Yeah, the there would be no Avengers be movies. And look at this! How much all these movies now? It's amazing. Yeah, and so I don't. I, I think his statement was ridiculous, and he should feel shame. And thinking about this time of year, the good old Marvel Christmas specials they did too were really cool. Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, that's sorry, George Lucas. It sure is he me from, from maybe afar. in trouble because he doesn't even want bootlegs of that to exist, and George likes the money. Yeah. But Stan, wherever you are, Excelsior. Excelsior, Stan. And we may do a whole episode on I you think sometime at some because point we will. I mean, he's Stan Lee. He, yes, he is. He's amazing. Back oh. to the bag. Oh, back to the bag. But Stan, we miss you, and you know it's everything. The comic world isn't the same anymore. No. What do you got? Are grape nuts evil, or we just really annoying? No, I mean, well, grape nuts, they're, they're a specialty thing. I remember I, I would put them in yogurt. There's a, only I could do this. There's an episode of Super Friends from the 70s with a monolith. Meanwhile. Now, the, exactly. You know who that was, right? Oh, no. That's Ted Knight. No, oh. Judge Smales from Caddyshack. Amazing. Meanwhile. What happened, there was a monolith, and the idea was it was evil. All these bad guys were using it in the Super Friends. They realized it wasn't evil. It's just you use it. I think grape nuts have their use. If you diet, they're wonderful because it takes you about a day to eat them. Right. They go in yogurt. Yeah, I put them. I used to mix them in, like, strawberry yogurt when I was young. So I wouldn't think they're evil. I no, mean, they're not, they're not like, evil. you know. Like Brie or something like that, or Brie's not evil. Brie's Brie's phenomenal. So, oh, pate. I don't like pate though. Communist. There's a difference. Brie's fine. Pate's <coughs> gross. Oh, I love. But me they're some not liver. evil though. I mean, maybe maybe you've had a bad experience with them. You choked on it, but you could choke on any cereal, any food. So is that evil? Yeah, exactly. So I don't I don't think a cereal with maybe. And I don't get into foodism just because I don't like it. With maybe the exception of a crackling oat brain is evil. Yeah. I, I like crackling oat brain. I do too. Well, that's why you like it though. Good God, are we Santa, all over the damn you're... map? Santa, yeah. I want that freaking gift after doing this. This one, Santa care, right? No, I understand this, but the, who or what is Batista? Not, uh, not, not the guy not in Dave the Dave Batista, but this there's is... There's a character, there's there's a legend on Easton Alexander, there's this guy out there. I don't know if he's a guy or a force of nature. Six of one. And he would talk, he would blow smoke rings. And he was very ominous. Very uh, And he, I remember being nearby his presence when at a establishment that served the legal adult beverages. And a person was giving issue... To the fact that without any sort of ID, they could not be permitted in said bar, which common sense would say is fine. But he said, you have to let me in. I'm a doctor. You have to be 25 to be in med school. And from out of nowhere, all you hear is this ominous voice, Doogie Hauser was a doctor. And he also did, there was a guy going around one time, introducing himself. Oh, yeah. And he gets up to Batista. If any of you could spot this person and tell us he exists, this is like Bigfoot. We yeah. don't know if he really exists. We don't know what he is. Yeah. But, but shout he, out to him anyway. He, he came out 
Yeah, and make sure he doesn't know where we are or anything. Oh, where are we did anyways? Too? We, we tried know. to get to the North Pole, but we didn't make it. Yeah, no, we were trying to get to the North Pole, but that's what happens when you print directions off the internet. We ended up at the Maypole. But he went up to Batista, and he said, what is his name, at or something? Uh, or, you know, I believe we've never met. And yeah. Batista's response was, blow on cigarette, smoke ring. Let's, let's keep, let's it, keep it that way. So he's shout out to you anyways. Right, it's your turn. It is. Oh, I'm so I already, excited. I already fondled the bag or fondled the you sick. Fondled the turn. sick. Yeah, every now and then. Ever try a food challenge that made you sick? No, because I've seen the um, I've seen the results of the. Well, no, I'll will take that back. I I have done on a few occasions those uh, weird jelly bean ones, the bamboo, the bean boozled. Yeah, or the Harry Potter ones. Yeah. Um, I never did the cinnamon challenge. I never did the chubby bunny thing. Any of the hot sauces? No. I mean, no, I gave insanity myself by mistake <coughs> the other week. That hurt no, because enough. I like to taste my food. But the chubby bunny thing, I never did. What the heck is? You never heard of that one? No. That's one where you you say the phrase chubby bunny, and then you, after each time, you put another marshmallow in your mouth, and you have to no, s- to see how man. long, and, you know, and you end up with chubby bunny, and then you either choke, die, or spit marshmallows. No, anywhere. and I've never done the cinnamon thing because I've heard it's actually real, and I want to be stupid. The one. Well, you can do it, but it takes like ten minutes to do and it. And just claim it. Don't try yeah, any don't stuff, do it. Don't stop, please. Please. The one God's I don't sake. call it a challenge, but sometimes you'll see new food and you'll try it. So I made the mistake at one restaurant. We saw monkfish liver, and we we're saying, "No, we're not going to try. We're not going to try. We're not going to try." You tried okay, it. Okay, let's try How it. How was it? Oh, no. I did not vomit, but it was well, horrifying. So I, I couldn't do it, but. It was just really, well, really, well, yeah, your excuse. It's a food allergy, I suppose. Yeah. It is monkfish. I rem- No, I, um, but on the adventurous eating thing, I remember I was in San Antonio, Texas. We stopped at this Japanese restaurant. That, it may sound funny, but it actually was good. The quail egg shooter with the raw quail egg. That was good. Oh, see? Yeah. That was quite Again, nice. if you ever have anything, tell us. We like to hear this stuff. Back to the bag. Maybe you'll get a gift. Maybe. But, but it's not on our hands. I mean, I can't. I don't vouch for Santa. I don't think you liked me that much. Would foosball, air hockey, or bumper pool be a better Olympic sport? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Which Especially one, though? Do you have a bumper special? pool? So you don't hear about bumper pull anymore, and I have to do a shout-out to my Uncle Art, who's passed away, but I think of him this time of year. In his basement, when I was a kid... We went there for the Christmas parties. We'd go in the basement. He had a bumper pool table. There is a, a place that we go to, my family and I go to every year. It's If you've never seen Hot Tub Time Machine, it's Kodiak Valley, basically. But two of the units there have bumper pool tables. And or it's, were they like red and pink, sort of? Well, there was uh, the bumpers were red and white, if I oh, remember. Red and white. Yeah, red, red, and white, red yeah. and white. And you have one, two... Five balls each side, and the goal is to... And you have the little bumpers, obviously. Yeah, there's bumpers surrounding one singular hole on each side in the center of the table, and then like a tr- a diamond shape of bumpers in the middle. And you have to play off the bumpers and the bank and the uh, the rails to get all the balls in the hole before your opponent does. He didn't think of one. What about like one of those bowling games from bars? It could be a good Olympic oh, like sport. Like the, the shuffleboard yeah. with the sand on and it? And to explain... Believe it or not, I hate to say this, I feel old, but if you've never heard of bumper pole, look it up. Oh, bumper pole is fantastic. They have to be around still. I don't think they're extinct. They're not extinct, but they're definitely in danger. And I know I would would rather do that than air hockey because I always hold the thing too low and crank my fingers. Yeah. And I did have a foosball table, though. I enjoyed that. And the little hockey table, I had actually the L.A. Kings versus the Minnesota North Stars. 
Yeah, I remember those old, like the bubble hockey. Who picked out of the bag? That was me. That was me. I'm so my, excited by That was my me because my hand's still wet. I'm so excited by my presents for tomorrow after we get our goodies. We are going to get presents. <laughs> it's the holidays. So I talk something holiday-related. Do we have to talk Christmas? No, but and that... Well, on that, when people say happy holidays, I'm just wondering what holiday they're referring I'm to. I'm honestly, I say what comes first in my head. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Easter. I don't even think about it. Yeah, it's not a slight or some sort of um, exclusionary thing. It's basically, if you look at the calendar, December tomorrow, December 25th, says Christmas Day. I suppose you should tell a little holiday story that you won't hear anywhere else because it's the holidays, talk about the holidays. I was over at my friend Rob's house one year, years ago, and we hear the doorbell ring. It's around 1130. It's Santa? Christmas season. And it was not Santa. Wow. It was a man-child looking about 20 in a diaper holding a cake. And we're going, okay, what is this? Turned out he was a student. I will not name the college because they probably want to sue us. But he was pledging a frat. He was going around doing this. Was it a good cake at least? I honestly can't remember, but I think Rob scarfed it. I would have too. Free free man baby cake. So I don't know if anybody else out there during this season sees somebody come in a diaper to give them a cake. You've heard the story before. Otherwise you haven't. Except the cake. Yeah, so that's mine. All right, well, I'll think about what I get. Okay. Next time you're going to be the cake. Oh, here's another holiday. Have the holiday. Hey, look, he's got a little sand yeah, on the, a back, sand of on the back of the page. Have the holidays become too commercialized? Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. And my thought on that is I was watching uh, television and you see these commercials for these electronic stores and you see 52 inch plasma TV makes a great stocking stuffer. It's got a big stocking. Yeah, there, dude. no. I can speak from the mall. Now, I know somebody who lives by there. And you go by there one time in the parking lot, there's a guy screaming over Black Friday. During the day, people are lined up. Now, I go in the old days. Again, this person I mentioned, Rob, my friend, we used to go shopping on Christmas Eve. I think I might be doing that after we're out of here. Yeah. We would go to the mall and other places. We would see people. And everything that we knew. We would see still from the Little Italy thing. We would run into him. Oh, yes. And we'd all get the presents fine. We didn't take it that seriously. We didn't go yeah. crazy. And we got stuff, and it was fun. But it wasn't all about the greed. It was a feeling to it. Well, that's, and that's the problem, I think. It's, and the fights and everything. It's like it's, the purge. It's like the real-life version of the purge. And it, it's become more about what can I get somebody rather than... Giving them something sentimental yeah. or missing the the thought of the actual holiday, which is the being with the family, being with people you and may I or think may the not holiday blahs don't really they become they come from it being pushed so much so early. Bye bye bye. And I'm sorry, but when it's August and I'm seeing Christmas shit in the stores, there's a problem. No, and I just don't like it. Of course, it's become too commercialized. Yeah, you don't have to save Christmas. You have to save everything from all the commercialization. Make it fun again. That's yeah. the idea. It's and like, and it's I don't fun. I don't feel like having to. Be still in credit card debt in May because of and that's, shit. You I always hear in about that the letdowns in January where people are very depressed over that because they're so broke. Right. But shall we get off that depressing subject? Yeah, move on to something more more sacky. I don't know. Let's see what he says here. Okay. It says, what can we expect from the carnival in 2019? How the hell do I know we're random? Well, we're random. No, more things, more guests, more stupidity, more. You know, and well, one thing for sure is we know this is written in stone, or unless he kills us, is 
the Relic Horror Camp. We know we're going to do that. Yes, the Relic Horror Camp. Um, it is Relic, isn't it? He's doing that. Relic, his evil, his Relic and his brother Chaos. Up. Yeah, they'll pro- who knows who's going to show up. We know that, but otherwise, more and again, tell us what you want to hear. Yeah, and uh, here there how will about, be more talking smarts. Well, how about this? Uh, let's go the the wish list because everybody has a wish list. What's our wish list? There's some guests I would love to have. And we may surprise you. You may actually know who these people are too. Yeah, you never know. And we don't know. We're random though. That's why we're making this up as we go along, as opposed to Santa doing. No, some actually, of these you know the things. ultimate Christmas wish I have for 2019 is to be sitting here a year from today doing another one of these. That's really that, pe- that people actually still want to listen to. I us. don't know because Relic may just make us vanish at that camp. Well, we are going to be out in the middle of the freaking woods. And I, where the heck is Maple? I don't know how to get home from here. Well, you just GPS it because it got us here in the first. Ah, uh, it's okay. All right, not off the holiday thing. Libraries are they worth it or a waste of money? They're worth it. They're worth. And I have to say this, and we. You want to talk about ta- waste of taxpayer I money? I talked about everything funded else. stadiums, everything else. Give me the library. Yeah, because it's one of the best resources there is. Yeah, because everybody can use it. Not everybody can use a stadium. You know, you can't just go down and say to your town, "Hey, well, I want to rent the stadium." You don't have to buy a ticket every time you go in and get double taxed. And there's so many things. I still love going to the library. Yeah, because especially my library have a lot of programs for kids, um, and just good resources. Lots of stuff to do. It's more than just books. Yeah, I have. I have plenty of books at home. I never read them. Cause yeah, I because I'm always reading stuff out of the library. I'm actually working through, uh, I, I just finished up Neil Gaiman's uh, Sandman oh, series. awesome. That I got most of them out of the library. Yeah, that's cool. You never know about him. Yeah. You never know. And I know Caitlin's a big fan of Sandman, How too. Can you, yeah, because the well, artistry we, is amazing. You know, we writing. may talk about him soon. I think at some point. You know we'll what? Help. Talk about what might come up soon with that. As we said on the last question, you never know. Yeah. We may have something, and we'll have Caitlin on for that. because I mean, hell, we don't even know. Caitlin is the in class of this podcast, too. I mean, you know that. Well, well, let's see. what I, You know, you and I, we put the ass in class. Yes. Let's see. What the heck? I want these presents. What the heck is this? Favorite guilty pleasure TV show? Oh, Jesus. Stuff we watch. What's actually quality we watch? Uh, well, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be quality. Guilty pleasure means, you know, like, you're going to watch it no matter what. Guilty Pleasure TV show. I have to admit, some of the Food Network reality shows I'm a fan of. Cartoons I'm a fan of. But Guilty... I'm going to have to think on that. What do you got? Okay, either Dawson's Creek or right now Supergirl. Okay, see, yeah, there you go. Like Dawson's Creek. I can explain that, though. I watched Buffy and I would get on, turn it would be on before Buffy. And I got hooked into the whole... Teen angst drama, and I could relate to Joey Potter so much. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. I never really watched Dawson's Creek. Bless you. I didn't sneeze. I mean, a lot of things, I mean, what you watch, it would be guilty pleasures in general. Is there anything good you watch? It's Supergirl, I just think. Well, actually, yes, because uh, next week, or- the Orville comes oh, back. Oh, there you go. That could and be I, a guilty pleasure. I like that. Mike Murray was on your Count Mike. He. Really likes that. Yeah, it's a good show. So I suppose whatever's your guilty pleasure, do you yeah. like it? Was it? I have more guilty pleasure movies than TV shows. I mean, one of my guilty pleasure movies is Armageddon. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Every time it's on, I'm gonna sit there. And well, watch when he's it. hitting the balls at the Greenpeace thing. Yeah, that's just funny. Yeah, we just before we embarrass ourselves. Oh, it's too late for that. All right, moving along. What the heck? Say something. Another Christmas oh. memories one. 
Some of your Christmas memories. Something about Christmas memories. Oh, Jesus. I can think of, okay, I have one we can, I'll get you out of this one. Did yeah. you have a favorite present one year? Because I could say one year, this will surprise you. Back in the day, Atari was really big, but I remember we ended Atari. up getting one. It was it was by Magnavox. It was Odyssey. And I think it yeah. got banned because they did Everything. a lot of ripoffs. Yeah. Casey Munchkin was Pac-Man. They did an adventure <laughs> game, which was almost D&D. But they were really, really fun because, like, for Casey Munchkin, you could design your own maze. Adventure, you could play characters and design the adventure. Yeah. And we would be up there. They had the racing games, like Racing on Ice. And I remember we were up till we had headaches playing that. And the same thing went for Atari where we played Space Invaders all night. Well, I, I, have, I remember sitting in the, the basement of my mom's house with my cousin. We would play that terrible and frightening E.T. Atari game. Or the Star Wars one where you had to whip around yeah. the And there was the some television, too. I remember that one. Yeah, and good old Pitfall, but... Pitfall. I remember yeah. Pitfall really Pitfrall well. Pitfall and Frogger. There you go. You know what might be the thing for a Christmas memory that we can never get back? Mm. When you were a kid, the night before Christmas, and I swear the uh, one night in Santa, I believe in Santa now because I met him. Well, you but should. I remember the one year, it almost sounded like it was probably snow falling, like reindeer on sound, Yeah, something like that. And the they roof. forked all my food down there. Um, and we would go to Midnight Mass. We wouldn't go to Midnight Mass, but we'd go to Mass. It was pretty. Yeah. It was and just... I sung in the choir one year. Ooh. But on the the favorite gift note, now here's something interesting. It was, when you were a kid, you always hated a certain kind of gifts, like socks. You know where this is going. Like, it was the one aunt who always gave me yeah. a sweater. But at the same time, now as an adult, I appreciate getting the pack of socks for Christmas because then I can, now I don't have to buy socks I again. I do too, but those were fun. And they were always fun because Christmas were fun then. Yeah. And now as they just, Oh, wait, that well, was yours. Oh, I'm, I'm losing. I'm <coughs> you, really, you really like handing me Santa's sack, don't you? Oh, my goodness. What restaurant did you like when you were a kid that's gone now? Ooh, that's gone now? Sniff, so it no longer exists. So you have memories as a child of going there, but you cannot well, go I mean, there anymore. Does it have to be a specific restaurant? Could it be a I didn't chain? write the question Santa wrote. Well, um, okay, well. So it could be anything, I suppose. I guess it depends if you get a present tomorrow. Well, I probably mm. won't because chain-wise, there was a, it was kind of like an Arby's thing. It was called Rax, R-A-X. I, think I drove by one. I think there's one Years ago, still we were going, around. Actually, we were going somewhere... We were going to New Jersey, went through PA. I remember seeing Rex yeah. by a reptile house. I still remember that. That and the old Ponderosa, but there's only, there's a couple of I actually of them have one around. around here. I thought about this red barn. You, okay. Because you could build your own Sundays. And as a kid building your own Sundays. Oh, that was the blast. The havoc we wrecked. And they gave away those glasses with the cartoon characters. It probably yeah. would made a lead now, but I still have them. I don't take out of them. Just don't lick the glasses. No, there was a restaurant in the town I grew up in, the village, Verona Village Inn. It's still there. I mean, I think it closed for a while, and then it came back. And I have another one, the September Place. It was looked like the Keebler's Elf hideout. It was down on the ridge, okay. and it was a big treehouse. And you went in, and it was really neat. Hmm. And I think it's a moving place now because you could see remnants. Oh. But, but yeah, I know where Santa eats. Probably the buffet. Yeah, there goes the presents. He hits up the buffet at the Sizzler. Sizzler rules. I used to go there in D.C. all the time. It's one, what is it? It's the holidays. Say something random about them. Say something random about the holidays. I don't know. Happy Hanukkah, because I think Hanukkah came up about a week ago or so or two. Krampus is the Germanic anti-Santa Christmas demon. 
half man, half goat, who would capture little children, naughty little children, put them in his burlap sack, beat them with switches, and take them back to his cave and eat them. Okay, I well, because I love history and all that, traditions around the world, and there's the German pickle ornament. Real thing. I've actually gotten some. I have one. I, have I gave one. some in a present. And they loved it. What what they do in Germany is they have an ornament. It looks like a pickle. Yeah, you can you could see them anywhere. They're not like a big secret or anything. Not anymore. No. You put it on the tree and actually it works as natural camouflage. Yeah, because it's and whoever finds it gets an extra present. But now, interestingly, it's a Germanic tra- or German tradition. You know, ninety percent of Germans have never heard of it. Well, in like recent surveys, I read that. See, folk Christmas going. Yeah, but I I have. Is it Prussian though, or I wonder what area it's from. I mean, more like Friedberg. I don't. know. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But but there's I something know. random about the Happy Santa. Yeah, but I know I do have uh, the the pickle ornament. Yeah, and he's Père Noel in France. He's uh, all... Sinterklaas in the uh, in Scandinavia. Yeah, Father Christmas and Saint Nicholas, as you know, was actually Turkish. Yes. A Turkish his saint. body got kidnapped, I guess. Because there times. were stories, weren't there, that he'd throw stuff in the window or for the <coughs> yeah, holidays? Yeah, because he was a patron yeah, he was saint a, Oh, of... come on. Oh, he was a bishop of, was it accurate? Oh, wasn't Istanbul. He was like, no, it, it well, back, with an A. Back then it was a Greek city-state, but yeah. today it was actually modern-day Turkey. But he was a patron saint of, like, wayward or reformed thieves, and he would throw presents, and that's where that's why yeah. they... And then Saint they Nicholas. stole a lot from Bodan. Yeah, so he was what, four, third or fourth yeah. century? Because if you look at, to be honest, and he looked this way when I saw him, Santa, a lot of the the cartoons from the, the old good old Condi Nash cartoons, Thomas Nast, that's the modern Santa, because it was based on Bodan a little, flying around with the goats yeah. in Germany. And that's the, the Santa that we see now as a Western creation. So, I don't know. Do we have more? Or yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty random. Krampus, a pr- Christmas ornament. Want to do one more or not? Or yeah, we can get a couple more. I mean, Santa's. Look, I, mean, you know. I don't know. I just want my presents, so I admit okay. I don't have altruism here. Well, we uh, Look at that. Santa's getting... Okay. Best, worst, Christmas, memories, gifts, meals. We kind of covered that. Yes. Yeah, want to take another I th- one? I think Santa's getting a little... Never mind. Never mind. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I want my present. He said it. Do you have a dream guest on the carnival? Yeah, dream guest, but it ain't gonna happen. Ah, that might sound like dream guest. Might yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna say it because I uh, don't want to jinx it. If we could have it, this is that Dawson. stupid question. But if we could ever have like a historical figure who's dead, we could bring him back. Oh, I have one, Sherman. I William Sherman. We might have fun. to bring that legendary Batista yeah. here to protect us. Yeah. But I yes, I did say Rosario Dawson under my breath before. Metternich of Austria, the statesman of Europe, because he was an interesting guy as nobody's really heard about. He had so much effect on 19th century politics. Well, see, that'd be interesting, somebody that we don't know anything about. Yeah, he was called the coachman of Europe because he shepherded so much around the things around in mid-18th century Europe. I'm going to have to get a book There's on him. There's not a lot of books on him either. It's disappointing. Oh, never mind. Well, thank you Shall for I that. I pick the last one? Well, we got, I think we can do a couple more. Okay. Santa, one or two more. I want my present. Yeah, we're really going full tilt with this. Yeah, and the holiday questions are getting... Right oh, did you ever get accidentally wasted on modeling glue or whammo bubbles? I suppose that's holiday because we get presents like that when we were kids. Well, no, because by the time I started, uh, the modeling thing was kind of... Turpentine, too. He should have said turpentine. Oh, Jesus. How about sterno? But no, accidentally wasted on it, no. Magic markers, maybe. 
magic markers. I think I got wasted on modeling glue one time by mistake when I was doing yeah, model. By mistake. That's what happens when you well, squirt when glue into a bag. Because whammo bubbles probably toxic i'm sure oh everything's like silly string they found out was silly string that was one but i would figure i think modeling glue i got lightheaded a few times yeah no i never i never built a model and that's actually i tried and i quit because i never had patience that's actually well that's why you're not a very good doctor but that's um (laughs) there it is i it's something i've always wanted to try is building a model and maybe one day i will and there are still little stores that have models claudia schiffer a male model chippendales it depends. I mean, if they're nice and they I did take me try out to, to dinner. make a puppet one time. I got it was green. I don't know what the heck it was supposed to be. That's not it took forever. It was a marionette. I made a marionette in elementary school. Mine was a paper mache alligator. So, yeah, I did. And he did not look like a paper. He looked like paper mache. I think something. we should have done some modeling glue before that question. Who says I didn't? You didn't. You don't know what I was doing before I got here. Kids, don't try this at home. No, try it in public. Upside down. Recommend a book. We did Thoughts on Black Friday. Yeah, Thoughts on Black Friday. Recommend a book. I finally can do it. Yeah. There's a book about Red Cloud by Bob Ruri. If you don't know who Red Cloud is, he was, how would you describe him? A very... Very, very, very... What's a good Bad word man. He was Oglala Sioux warrior in the 19th century. Yeah. The only chief to ever defeat the American forces. Yes. All the other tribes were scared to hell of him. Literally, they had a conference of the tribes the Americans called. They had to get the American assurances he wasn't going to do bad things to them. Yeah. You don't, we don't want to describe what they would do to people. In no, battle. it was, but it's one of those that we didn't hear learn. We He's a name that I didn't hear about growing up when I was a, when I was a kid, you always heard like the standard native yeah, warriors, Geronimo, Geronimo, sitting bull. sitting bull, crazy horse. But this guy scared the hell out of crazy horse. Yes, and he was just a very, very bad man, a very good leader. Oh, excellent leader, smart, but very. And he wrote very, his memoirs. Or yeah, dictated he dictated his memoir. I don't know if he actually if he was one lived of those a long time, almost to ninety. But <clears> the interesting <throat> thing about Bob Drury is he also wrote. Talk about this. A biography of Red Cloud and Fatso, aren't they? Uh, yes, and that's the first time I read, and that's a book to read. If you can find you it, it's been one? out of print. Yeah, I guess this is a Bob Drury plug thing. It's called Fatso, Football When Men Were Really Men. It's a, uh, the autobiography of the late, great NFL Hall of Famer Art Donovan Jr., son of Boxing Hall of Famer. Art Donovan Sr., he was a boxing referee and grandson of Professor Mike Donovan, another Boxing Hall of Fame member. So, that's that's our, but I've been wanting to do that book for quite a while. Yeah. We might do an episode where we just recommend I think books. I think at some point we're just going to have to do a lot we of books. We do read books. I like books. Print media. Yeah. Print media. See? See, print Circular. media. This thing oh, here. what do you got there? It's got snowflakes on it. Yeah. What the hell is this? Christmas pickle. See, we jumped the gun on the Christmas pickle. Whoa! It's like it looks so. Like you know what? That Santa. doesn't count. Then that it's like we're count. reading Santa's mind. You better give us weirdest beer you ever had and weirdest flavored vodka. I'd go with the salmon for the vodka. Well, no, I I did buy uh, uh, the smoked salmon vodka for um, a cousin of mine, and I told him the only thing I was looking for was some bagel flavored gin and some cream cheese flavored schnapps. <laughs> But that one, I've seen, remember back in the day, vodka came in one flavor? Yes. It was vodka. And I could say the first place I saw flavored vodka was in Moscow, Russia, for real. Really? 
Yes, that's the first place I ever saw it. I saw why that's and then it came here. But I would say the smoked salmon for because bacon, come on, that's everywhere. Yeah. Cream cheese, though, that's pretty. Uh, peanut butter. I think I've had uh, peanut butter vodka. But I would say smoked salmon. Because yeah. You think, what the heck do you pair that with? Well, no, Bloody Mary. That's what he yeah. used it for because he was a Clamato. And beer, man. there's so many. The weirdest. Maybe the Clamato one. That's just disgusting. Yeah, the Clamato one. beer. Uh, I know Rogue at some point made a Sriracha beer, and that's when you know there's it's time to stop buying Sriracha. Donut ones. Or the old Cave Creek chili beer, the one with the chili pepper and floating in it. Uh, or the. I remember this one. If you can find it, it's uh, it might make a good spaghetti sauce. It's called Mamma Mia Pizza Beer. Okay, it's, they have cheeseburger beers too, I think. Yeah, and chicken wing beer, but Mamma Mia Pizza Beer basically tastes like oregano. Actually, a little thing. We go to this store sometime. It's this amazing little store out by West Seneca. And did they have some weird ones there too? They had a pickle beer there, didn't they? Not a beer, but like a soft Oh, one. yeah, the sodas. So that made me think yeah. of beers. That yeah, they had uh, the... Oh, God, the pickle one. The TV dinner gum. The TV dinner gum, uh, the bacon soda, the sweet corn soda, which actually is pretty good. Bacon, I'm not going to try because that just frightens me. I don't know me. if we could top this one. I hope Santa forgives us if that's it or do any or, more. Or... Well, let's see. One more. Yeah, one more. Okay. See, I'm getting nervous. I want yeah. one present. Well, we just want to want to appease him. All right, this will be the last. We'll call this the last one. What the hell? Carnival doesn't discuss politics. Why and will it ever? Okay, well, that's a good one to end on. We don't discuss politics. Why? Because it's depressing. And I have to say something, and to toot our own horns, the holiday horns, uh-uh. we know a lot about it, especially if we have Fred and the Goose. Oh, if you haven't listened to Talking Smart, do it, because they're hilarious. But I would say, do it like this. Okay, imagine this. You go somewhere, you listen to something, so you see a Trump sign, you see a... Vote Democrat, vote blue. Yeah. You lose 50% of your business. Right. And you don't want to hear about this stuff. It saturates society so much. Take time off. If some of our guests bring it up, we let them talk about what yeah. they want. We don't chant, we don't censor them. But why do you want to hear it? Maybe now we may talk serious issues down the line, but like we, economics. But we want to be more positive and happy. And yeah, and that's the problem with it. It. Because you can't talk politics without getting without raising ire with somebody. And I was thinking of presidents. And I was thinking for all of them, just about if I disagreed with them, didn't disagree with them. There were some things I liked. Yeah. And I don't want to call anybody evil or anything. I think the system has its problems, obviously. But leave that to the more serious stuff. Yeah. We're the people who don't know what they're talking about. Well, we probably do, but we yeah. don't talk we're, about. It. We're we just want to be fun, and and let's get maudlin for a minute. Yeah. Because we can. It's the holidays. It's the holidays. Enjoy the happiness that you can find, even if it's crazy. Even if it's crazy or fleeting happiness before the the New Year's Eve crush. But enjoy what you're doing and who you're with, and just try to be happy. Yeah, but you'll get presents, unlike all. Yeah, and look under your tree because you'll get something, and we just don't want any. There's always some. I and always I don't want say, any coal shoved up my stocking. I always say there's always I always find some fun during the holidays. It's overworked, it's all, but it's still it's the end of the year. We have to return his sack, or is he good? He might make us do this again sometime, uh, or loan it to the Easter Bunny. It'll be his bag of eggs. He'll keep it. <laughs> that just reminds me of go. Well, I'll save that one for Easter, but Lord Santa, we beseech you that we hopefully have appeased you. And we will tell you, stay tuned for New Year's Eve. We will tell you if yeah. we got anything. Oh, yeah, that's right. Next week is New Year's Eve, so we'll give you an update on if we actually got And we'll have a guest or not or something. We're not going to tell. We're not going to tell because we don't know yet. No, I mean, even yeah. it'll be perfect. But, but who knows? well, 
I guess we'll close it up here because you people want to get back to And your... to give Christmas greetings, we should post out so we don't yeah. have our real Grinch, our sponsor. Yeah, Merry Christmas from them. Our, you know, our sponsor, this episode brought to you by Upsitnik and Associates Law Offices, serving you the people for over 40 years this year. Find them on Facebook, Upsitnik and Associates. Find them online, UpsitniksLaw.com. You got anything else? Yeah, we have, you want to, add we have to end this with a little happy tune. I so agree. I have friends of mine, Low Straight Chicks. They're a great band. They wear masks on stage. They're like luchadors who do surf music. And I have to give a shout to El Gregorio, Greg Townsend, who's in it, John, Eddie Angel. And we're going to play a beautiful song. I don't know if it's beautiful or not, but it's from their Christmas album. It's Christmas in Las Vegas. And happy holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, be Krampus not sticky in a bag. And may and Krampus break his leg on his way to your house so you know him by his name. That's limp. all I've got. So for all of us here at the carnival. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine Like Ric Flair, I have to do another one. Ho. Yeah, make sure it does not copyright it. But and, thank you, guys. And your nose is shiny. Well, that's for a different reason. Thank you, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you.